Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome on this Wednesday. Again, we're talking about spiritual understanding. And this today I want to deal with your paperwork or your money. And the reason, I want, the reason I'm calling it spiritual understanding, I want to talk about some things that if you get an understanding of it, it's going to bless you. Father, Lord, the interest of thy words, give it light. Give understanding unto the simple. And I declare and I decree over this message today that your words that I'm going to release, they shall not return void, but they're going to accomplish mightily in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's go to Mark, the 10th chapter. And let's go to the 17th verse. And it reads as, and when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. That means don't lie on people. Defraud not. Honor thy father and mother. And he answered. And said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, take up the cross, and follow me. And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved, for he had great possessions. Now I observed, you know, in my past dealings and with people now, the subject of money worried him. Like, and I and I and I, I don't believe we're under the law of Moses, so I don't necessarily teach giving as a commandment. But I'll tell you that I well how I give. I I give a tenth not based off the, the law of Moses because I'm not under that law. But the reason I give a tent because Abraham gave a tent. And the Bible says that I am Abraham's heir according to the promise by believing on Jesus. So I'm just doing what he did, that's all. Now, do you have to give a tent? No, you don't. You don't have to do it. But should that stop you from giving? No, you could give 20% if you want to. You can give 30. Other words, you could give what you want to. You give 50. You can give it all. Well, in this case, Jesus didn't tell him to give 10. See? See, you're not under the law of Moses. You're not bound by just giving 10% to the church. And you're not bound uh, if you don't want to give anything. It, that don't have anything to do with your salvation. Now, we, we're talking about spiritual understanding. 
Jesus asked this man, though, because what he was trying to deal with is heart. God don't want you. He don't mind you having money. He don't want money to have you. He was dealing with his heart. His money was the thing that was the most important to him. Money cannot be the thing that is the most important to you. If it grieves you because they want you to give 10%, which I don't agree with, but if it, uh, that you're bound by that, but if that grieves your heart, see, that's, it's, it's another issue there. If that worries you or bother your spirit, if you're always bothered by, by um, having to give an offering or giving to the church, I'm not talking about churches where they got ministers trying to pull offering. That's a whole nother subject in itself. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you know the people are righteous and you just need to be a, a sower just to, just to practice righteousness. You know, you know what I mean? And that bothers you. You know, something wrong here. So Jesus said, it said in the word that this man was sad. See, because it says, see verse 22, it says, and he was sad at that saying and went away grieved for he had great possessions. Now Jesus was going to make him prove that he was sold out by causing him to give. He wanted him to prove it. Okay, now watch this. God going to make, I ain't saying he's going to uh, give you that same decree. But you, you know, a lot of things you're going to get from God is going to come at a price. Your salvation is free. But you notice Jesus told the disciples in the few chapters before that, that if they want to operate in a higher level of anointing, it was going to require them to push the plate back and pray. Yeah, he's told them that. Now they didn't have to do it. They were still born again. They were still get rid of They were still able to pray and handle the small cases. But when they came up to that good, that big case, they went and asked the, uh, Jesus privately why we couldn't do it. And God is a realist. He told them straight up, these type of cases only come forth by prayer and fasting. Well, in this thing, what I'm talking about, Jesus required this guy to give up what, what, what he loved, his money. All right, verse 23, and Jesus looked round about and said unto his disciples, how hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? Now, you can't stop right there. Now, most people stop right there and say, oh, God, don't say nothing good about a rich man. This and that. See, that's why, you, that's why I titled this spiritual understanding. Verse 24 says, and the disciples were astonished at his words. He knew they didn't understand him, so he said, had, had to say some more words. But Jesus answered again and said unto them, Children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? Them that trust in it. Them that trust in it. It's not the money that's evil. It's them that trust in it. Just like I was uh, talking about last week. Jesus never told a woman she couldn't wear earrings and makeup and all that. He just didn't want them to wear it and play the harlot. If, see, people have been indoctrinated in religion so the word don't really register on their mind and their spirit like it need to be. So there's nothing wrong with being rich. See, I'm, I'm finna show you. Jesus is going to confirm it. Matter of fact, in uh, 2 Corinthians, I think, nine and 8 and 9, it says Jesus became poor that you through his poverty might become rich. Now, keep listening to me. And, the, and um, 
verse 25, it says, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they were astonished out of measure. Why they was astonished? Because they were used to having money. Saying among themselves, who then can be saved? They wouldn't say that if they were broke. They was used to having money. They said, man, none of our buddies can be saved because all of us got that paper. All of us got this cheddar, this cheese, this chips, grip. All of those are metaphors that I use for money. Paperwork. Man, we got that paperwork. How are we going to be saved? And Jesus looking upon them said, with men, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. Now, remember, there's nothing wrong with them being rich. It's trusting in it. Now, listen closely. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. That's what he wanted them to do. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that have left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake and the gospels, but he shall receive an hundredfold now. In this time, houses, and brethren, and sisters, and mothers, and children, and lands with persecution. Persecution coming with it. <laughs> and in the world to come. And in, in the world to come, eternal life. So he's going to receive money now, hundredfold, for giving up everything. See, Jesus was trying to bless this guy. He was going to give him more than he had. He was going to give him more than he had. A hundredfold in now, hundredfold more than he had, with persecution to go along with it, and in the world to come, eternal life. Hallelujah. I got a lot to say, brothers and sisters, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.